Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Joan Little, proprietor of Little Vineyards Family Winery, and also featured in Wine Country Women of Sonoma County. Joan, thank you so much for being with us today. Your family is rich in history, and I have been looking forward to sitting down and talking about everything that makes you who you are, because <laughs> it's, it's so fascinating. But before we get into all of that, I, I always like to ask, what was your first full-time job ever? Yeah, so um, it's quite different from what I'm doing right now. Um, I actually worked at uh, Bank of America under uh, Sam Armacost. I graduated with a nonverbal communication um, from USC in Los Angeles. And um, I thought I wanted to get into plants and do uh, like architecture um, with plants. but that didn't pay the bills at the time. <laughs> yes. So I ended up uh, getting a job at Bank of America, and it was a good stepping stone for me because I had a great boss who was very um, specific. And at the time, there was no computers that you could just uh, delete, go back, and do that sort of thing that we do today. Uh, I had a typewriter, and I basically you know, typed uh, inner office, um, newsletters and letters for the, uh, it was called at the time public relations for the bank of America. Um, so she was so diligent with me that every time I would take her a new draft, she would find one period or one something I ended up typing one letter, I remember, probably 10 times. Oh, my gosh. And I got so frustrated. (laughs) But, you know, it taught me something. It really taught me to pay attention to the details of life and take your time. You've taken those lessons and applied them to what you do today. Yes, yes, because we have a very small staff here, and, uh, you know, it just applies in everything in life our family, our grandkids, our our kids, um, just taking life a little bit slower. Before we talk about Little Vineyards Family Winery, let's talk about your heritage. Why don't we tell our listeners your rich history? Yes, I'm so proud of our history. Um, My mom is the uh, daughter of Julio Gallo. Um, We have a very large family. Um, She had eight kids, and her brother, um, my Uncle Bob, had eight kids. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And so holidays were were so much fun. We um, just raised a lot of ruckus, um, but we had a lot of fun with doing plays, um, birthday celebrations. um, And I feel like that family was so much part of our heritage because right now it's 
you know, family is unity, unity is family. To keep a family like that together um, seemed easy at the time, but as I grew older, the traditions and things, I think we did a great job. You know, our heritage, we, we had such a love of family, such a love of each other that, you know, just picking grapes, just the memories of fresh fruit, the, the walks through their garden, um, so many uh, beautiful, memorable times that um, our huge family had together. Um, it had to be just fabulous and fun <laughs> all the time. It was. It was. And so um, we grew up always celebrating um, each other. Just any excuse to get together as a family and enjoy food, wine. Um, we, at a very young age, were introduced to wine. I can remember um, an occasion when I think I was probably maybe five. We were all around my grandpa and um, my grandma's table, and there's probably at least 12, 12 of us, because um, I was the fourth in our family. So we were all having dinner, and I remember looking at my grandma going, can I have some milk? And she says, oh no, we don't have milk, but you can have a little bit of wine. And I went, oh my gosh. <laughs> now I, my reaction was like that. At the time I was like, oh, no, 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 I'll just have water. But just the tradition of them thinking that it wasn't anything bad to have wine. It was our heritage. Right. It was our, yeah, we, we grow the grapes, we make the wine, um, and this is where we come together at the end of the day to enjoy all of those things. Was it inevitable that you would have a winery? <laughs> you know, it's funny because I had no intention of ever um, getting into this. Um, but my brother, Ted, who is my younger brother by five years, he um, was making wine for Gallo um, up at Fry for many, many years. And then uh, when I married my husband, uh, Rich, he and my uh, brother got along really well. Like the attraction was music. So we did a lot of things together. We had kids the same age. And so we spent the weekends just making wine and enjoying each other, kind of like how we grew up. Like, let's get the family together, let's play, let's make wine. The family that lived here before was the Hanford family. And it's just this whole property is full of history. Um, we loved the fact that there was such a challenge. When we first bought the property, my, my mom was like, oh, this is going to be a lot of work. And my <laughs> husband and I just looked at each other, and we had had three kids by then, and we said, oh, we could do it. We could totally do it. So as, we, as the years went by, we said, okay, well, we'll replant the vineyard, and that was a big deal. Then in 2000, we said, well, let's make some wine. And then all of a sudden we were like, we can do this. And here we are with a production of over 2,500 cases and our family is totally supporting us, which feels really, really good. Wonderful. Yeah. So no intentions to have a winery and just kind of it all fell in place. It did. It was like one of those things where you don't realize it's a dream until you're actually in it. And you're like, oh, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? Well, and it just, 
it, it flowed. It was a, it was a seamless uh, thing Process. for us to do. So what is your specific role here? So here at Little Vineyards, I manage the tasting room, um, do all the back end. Uh, when we first started the winery, my brother, Ted, and Rich, and I, because um, we're all partners, uh, we ended up sitting down and saying, okay, what are you good at? Because we believe in kind of making sure that I'm not getting into Ted's bucket, which is winemaking, and I'm not giving my husband advice, which is vineyard and website and technology. Um, so we kind of said, okay, let's choose your piece of the pie, and we'll go from there. So um, there's a lot behind the scenes that happens. And... Uh, we just try to get by every day. <laughs> well, you've had the winery now for how long? So we've had the winery since 2000. Uh, we built um, the winery in 2000, and our first vintage was 2002. You're 18 years yes. in. Going on our to be 20th year. I can't believe it. It just seems like yesterday. What's the biggest challenge? What has been the biggest challenge? You know, I think um, keeping everybody happy in terms of even my own relationship with my husband. You know, we, we, we were partners, but yet at the end of the day, we go home and we have dinner and that conversation of work always just kind of creeps into our home life. <laughs> um, but, you know, we really try to, to, to separate the two and wear our different hats. Um, it's so important to make sure we have our boundaries. Biggest accomplishment so far? with your career, any part of your career? Yeah, I would honestly say that um, here we were, a husband and wife team in the 80s, and we moved here, and we took a couple classes just to kind of see what the market was out there, and we were literally in a room with other husbands and wives, and we looked at each other and we went, wow, this is, this is going to be an uphill battle. But we went to our first Sonoma County Harvest Fair in 2002, and that's like the you know Academy Awards of Sonoma County for wine awards. And we had no idea what we were doing. We only had two vintages. Um, we showed up the awards night not expecting anything, and here we were. Uh, all of a sudden, people started coming up to our table, and like PR people and. We, we didn't know who they were. And all of a sudden on the screen, someone says, you guys just won a gold medal. And we went, what? What? <laughs> what? This was just like out of the world. Um, we were so happy, so proud. Our first vintage got a gold medal. And honestly, ever since then, we have earned gold medals every year. Consistently. Wow. And double golds too. That's so. amazing. It really is. You know, I feel so proud of that because we have a consistent product that everyone loves and um, affordable price. I'm just admiring your wall of awards <laughs> right you. now. And it is an extensive wall of awards, but it sounds like your gold and double golds definitely hold a special spot. It does, I feel like it's well-earned. You know, all that hard work, you just wanna know that your peers and other wineries and especially judges are enjoying what we're what making. you're producing, yes. for sure. What's on the horizon for the winery? Well, with all this uh, COVID 
uh, happening. We're really having to change our footprint. So we'll probably go back to appointment only and maybe kind of scale it back a little bit. Um, we live here. Uh, we have plenty of space. So I think we're just going to be uh, really growing our wine club and letting people enjoy the property more um, in terms of here at the tasting room. Um, we just have such a unique property with the Mayacamas on one side of us and the Sonoma mountain range on the other. And honestly, I can't decide which one I love more at night <laughs> <laughs> when the sun's going down. You are. You're nestled right here in the, the base of the mountains. Yes. It is a beautiful little spot. It's beautiful in Glen Ellen. Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. You know you love wine. And with Total Wine & More, you'll always drink interesting. Total Wine & More has a ridiculously large selection of over 8,000 wines. From California to Australia, Bordeaux to Argentina, all the best wine regions in the world can be found in their aisles. Whether you're looking for a rare vintage or something fun and quaffable, Total Wine & More is the place for those who know wine. How did you choose this piece of property? How did you choose to live here in Glen Ellen? Yeah, so I think um, we were married in uh, the 80s and we started having kids and my husband was working in the city and I think it was the quality of life that we were trying to find our place. Um, we had lived in Mill Valley, we had lived in Petaluma and we were just trying to find the right people too, you know, to raise a family and go to find the right schools for our children. Um, so one day we piled all the kids in the car and we drove from Petaluma to Sonoma and they were all napping, thank God. And we went into our first real estate agent and said, hey, show us some properties. And we ended up buying this cute little first uh, time home, which was brand new built. Right. And we moved in there, we loved it, and that was the end of us like deciding where we wanted to, to land. Um, and then we eventually found uh, this property in 95, which was an amazing time to buy property. And we just love Sonoma. The feel of it is so much more relaxed and the people were so welcoming. And when the real estate agent was showing us all these properties, we were like, is there a good side and a bad side of Sonoma? I know that's a crazy thing to ask, but over in Petaluma, there was just, you know, there was just a distinction. Right. And I think we liked it about Sonoma that every part of Sonoma, because you have your farm workers, you have, um, a diversity here that is so unique to the wine country. Absolutely. If we took a step inside your house, which from what I've seen, and I haven't seen a clear shot of it, it looks like a Victorian of sorts. But if we took a step inside, what would we see? What's your decorating style? What's the color schemes? Yeah, so um, just to kind of go back just a, a little bit, um, we bought the property and there were, this house dates back to 1865. So, wait, 1895, I'm sorry. Um, and so when we remodeled in the 90s, it was pretty easy for us to stay with that style of um, traditional hardwood floors. Um, I kind of went a little outside the box in my kitchen because I love the color. 
I painted a, um, well, I didn't paint, but uh, we chose a kind of greenish. It's called Serenity Now. And I said, okay, I can probably live with that. So the cabinets are kind of a, a green with a big white marble counter. Oh, pretty. And an island and then hardwood floors. So we just wanted to keep in the tradition of the classic um, color schemes. Color schemes, yeah. Nothing too modern. We're not very modern at all. Yeah. And other parts of the house? Other parts of the house are just really comfortable, um, light tones, nothing bright, very, I would say earthy, earthy tones. How would you describe your style? I would say very comfortable because we've got kids, we've got grandkids, and you know, I don't want them walking into a museum where it's like, don't touch, don't touch. I want them to feel so comfortable and uh, love our home. Very welcoming. Right? <laughs> yes, yes, very welcoming. Your favorite room in your home? I have to say it's probably our kitchen and family room because that's where we all gather together and uh, just enjoy each other's conversation, um, food, wine. Is there a favorite family memory that you can share? Recently, this last weekend, we all um, got together we try to do it every week, but this week it was on a Friday night. And we all try and come together. If it's hot, we all go swimming, um, barbecue, and just hang out. Um, and we also love to take advantage of our uh, property, Monterosso, which we all went up there on Sunday and did a two-hour hike and picnic. And it's just so nice that we can all come together and we, we live close enough to each other. It's great that you all like each other too. <laughs> I was kind of thinking about that. <laughs> I mean, considering how much time you spend together yeah. too. So that's, that's awesome. When you kick back and relax, what kind of music do you listen to? So I love my husband's music. I'll have to say, first right. of all, I love And what his... kind of music does he play? He plays all kinds. And um, when I'm cooking dinner or something, he... We'll just get out his acoustic guitar. Like, we have a lot of guitars around the house. Um, every room has a guitar in it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and if not more. So he picks up his uh, acoustic guitar and just starts, you know, playing. It's not like he's singing, but so he has a relaxed tone. He has a rock and roll <laughs> right. um, tone. Uh, I also love just, like, Credence, Clearwater, um, all the old 70s and 80s music just really resonates resonate with, with me. We're in wine country, I have to ask. Other than your own wine, what do you like to drink at home? Actually, we just had a bottle of Belden Barnes oh. last night. And I know she's also in the book, Lauren. She is. Um, and we enjoyed their uh, Syrah last night. So are you definitely a wine girl? Oh, yeah. I mean... A meal really isn't a meal unless you um, have wine to go with it. I believe that that was our heritage. You know, the, the younger generation, when you teach the, the, the younger generation to be responsible and that it is part of our heritage to enjoy wine with food. So we're very proud of that. And Absolutely. Do you envision your kids taking over the reins at some point? Or starting question. their own brand? Yeah, they're really young in their lives right now. Um, 
having kids, very busy with their own jobs and things. Um, I, I'm sure it will happen, but I really have high hopes for our grandkids, actually. Oh, that's interesting. It okay. is, because they are here weekly, and we always have, like, adventures and walks and talks and they're here all the time because they get to see the grapes grow right from having no um nothing on the vine to all of a sudden there's big purple grapes growing so i love showing them the seasons and the growth outside as well as um just our heritage here i want to pass that on so i hope our kids will at some point but Higher hopes for the grandkids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you like most about the wine industry? What do you think so compelling about it? Why do you think so many people want to make wine? I think it's an opportunity to bring people together. Um, because some people can get very scientific about it. Some people can get very, you know, overdo it in certain areas. But I think... What I love most about wine is that we all have our own preference, whether it's white, rosé, red, and no matter what's in your glass, we're all coming together and talking and sharing our experiences. Wow, this year was a harder year to grow grapes, or oh gosh, you know, that got stuck in fermentation, or you know, just bringing our stories together and everyone in the Valley um, is just really coming together. They really want to learn from each other. Do you think there can be too many people making wine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of wine out there, a lot of good wine. Right. Um, we tend to kind of drink our own. I mean, it's nice to drink your neighbors every now and then. Right. Um, but there is a lot of wine out there, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what why I asked the question I did. A lot of people want to come and will say, oh, I want to make wine, or I'm going to start a winery. And I just wonder, is, is there too much? And what's, I was just curious to oh, know what yeah. your answer was. But I mean, there's a lot of people when we first got into the industry where it's like, oh, yeah, we have a vineyard. And it kind of raised you to a different elevation of, oh, you must be really important. But you know what? It's a lot of hard work. Right. It's, it's a lot of hard work. It's farming, folks. <laughs> yeah. And you're dealing with Mother Nature. Right. Which, which is, is unpredictable. Unpredictable. Curious to know what one item might be on your bucket list. You might have several, but I'm just looking yeah. for one. So I really, um, I've kind of been planting the seed with our family. Um, I want to go to Italy when I turn 60, which is coming up very shortly. <laughs> um, and I want to um, rent a big enough house that all of my family can come and go as they wish. So if they want to come and wish me happy birthday, they can come over to Italy and stay for a couple of days, stay for a month. Like, I really just want to immerse myself in my heritage. And I've been to Italy, but I've never been to the town where my grandparents or great-grandparents uh, came from. And what town is that? That's Piemonte. Oh, yes. Yes. And so that's where you're hoping to yeah. stay. Mm-hmm. Okay. In that area, um, I've heard a lot of other areas in the fishing towns mm -hmm. and the coast of Italy. And so I w would really like to get back over there before it gets 
too late. (laughs) You've got plenty of time. (laughs) I know. Let's just hope that you are, you know, that you're able to travel. Exactly. You know, feel healthy enough to go and and travel. Absolutely. I love that that bucket list item. That's a good one for sure. And I love Italy too. So your family should all flock there and go. (laughs) Nobody should say no. For sure. Okay, we're going to wrap things up with five quick questions. Okay. Promise. They're, they're really easy and very lighthearted. What kind of car do you drive? I drive a, um, a Lexus, and it's a sedan. I have spent so many years in Suburbans with kids that I said, I'm just going to get a little closer to the ground. Okay. Last piece of candy you ate? A Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> That's an all-time favorite, isn't it? <laughs> Okay, who is one of your favorite actor or actresses? So, um, I really like Julie Andrews. I know that that's such a blast from the past, but again, it was part of our family, like regular things to watch, Sound of Music. Um, Absolutely. Also, Clint Eastwood. I think he's just a classic, and he just has so many great movies, and my brothers, and our whole family just relates, and it makes us all smile when we (laughs) mention his name. Two amazing, amazing actors. A favorite flower? Oh my gosh, I love to garden, so this is going to be a hard one. Um, I would say the first bloom of a rose, any rose, the first bloom. Okay. And one of your all-time favorite movies? You kind of already answered it. Yeah, I think Sound of Music and second would be Fiddler on the Roof. For some reason, I just love the old classics. Okay. Well, Joan, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. Visit winecountrywomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.